Welcome back to Yeg Sports. My name is Ryan Mackney alongside Ethan Bedouz as usual. Um, no guest today. Sorry, everybody. Um, first time in a long time. Bell Media fired our guest. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's what happened there. But, but as the great Elton John once said, still standing, baby. We're still here. Yeah, uh, it's a relatively slow week in the sports world. There's a lot, like, kind of going on, but nothing, like, really big happening. I don't know, Ethan, where should we start with this, um, things out of nothing? I mean, there was kind of a pretty, there was a pretty super bowl that happened. Well, I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was that super. It was actually really boring, but, uh, (laughs) Tom Brady won his bazillion super bowl. And so now he's the greatest athlete of all time ever. That's, do what, they, what they're saying. That is, yeah. <laughs> Does that check out? I feel it. So I feel like on the show today, we got to have the, we got to have the talk, you know, <laughs> the, the, the goat debate. Again. Um, I, we've never done that. Like we've done goat debates but we've never done you know who is the greatest athlete in any sport ever yeah like we've said before but we haven't like you know laid out the debate looked at the different sides argue with twitter so, so just off the cuff i have a question for you mm-hmm. before we get to who is the best of the best the cream of the crop Who's on your, just off the cuff right now, and I'm going to limit it to team sports. Okay. Because that that's a whole nother, <laughs> that's a whole nother thing. Okay. So team sports can be any sport you want. Who is on your Mount Rushmore of athletes? Who are your top four hmm. of all time that ever lived? Wayne Gretzky. Um, sure, Tom Brady. Just to have one from each sport, right? Having four, got to have some big sports. So, um, let's throw Michael Jordan and Babe Ruth. That's a very you know generic. It is answer. Yeah, it um, is. I could give more, but you said Mount Rushmore. I thought four, so I'm gonna give you yeah. one from each sport. I guess. I mean, of course, within each sport, there's gonna be contenders for that slot as well. But I'll go with. Oof. I mean, yeah, Gretzky, duh. Tom yeah. Brady. If he wasn't already, he sure is now. Yeah. Michael Jordan, obviously. And then you said Babe Ruth, so I'm going to give a different answer just so we don't have the same answer, even though I do think it's still Babe Ruth. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I'm gonna go way out there. I'm gonna say Mike Trout. Okay, I like it. I like it a lot. And the reason I say Mike Trout is when his career is over, I think Mike Trout will be viewed as the greatest baseball player of all time. That's fair. Um, like right now, it's it's Ruth, it's uh, Hank Aaron, yep. uh, Griffey Griffey Jr. is up there. Willie Mays. That's the thing about baseball. It's I think I think more than any other sport, you have way more options of who you could say is the best that ever yeah. played. Like let's and go I to did, other major sports. Like who who is in contention in your other sports? Like nobody. Like oh, you like 
you could and say like LeBron James, you could say Mario Lemieux, you know, but there's like, you know, it's it's kind of there's general in, consensus on in, it. In baseball, you can say Ruth, you can say Mays, um, you know, Ted Williams was the greatest hitter that ever lived. Like and I haven't even said any pitchers yet. Yeah. I haven't said Pedro Martinez, who is the best pitcher of all time, and I will die on that hill. Um, so yeah, I I'll say Mike Trout just because. Yeah, when his career is over, if the Angels ever make it to the playoffs again, yeah, and that'll help for sure. And win <laughs> a series, like if Mike Trout wins a World Series, that's it. That I think, I think yeah. that's all he really. Because Mike Trout, I, I heard this comparison the other day, and I thought it was, yes. Um, Mike Trout answers the question, did you ever wonder what Mickey Mantle would look like on two good knees? It's Mike Trout. Hmm. Yeah. Mike Trout and Mickey Mantle have almost identical stats through their first couple seasons in the major leagues. And then Mickey Mantle, um, basically, if you don't know the story, he... Was he was playing in right field for the Yankees, and there was kind of a a lazy fly ball hit to the gap. The center fielder took the ball, and as Mantle was pulling up, he tripped over a drain pipe because that's a thing that would happen back then at at baseball stadiums. (laughs) He screwed up his knee, and then basically, medical experts today have figured out that he he tore his meniscus. You know, basically screwed up his his knee, kind of yeah. like McDavid's injury, right? His whole yeah. knee was botched. <laughs> but this was before, you know, we knew about things like that. So Mickey Mantle, who was a Hall of Famer, played most of his career on two bad knees. Yeah. So just, it's yeah, like the the rehab, the medical, the the scientific insight wasn't really there to get the proper yeah. help. And he was still freaking good, but that knee could have been so much better. And so it's... to bring to bring it back to Mike Trout, I'm going to defend my answer a little more. Uh, Mike Trout played most so far has played most of his career in an era where scoring was down, offense was down in baseball. It's completely swung back the other way now. Yeah, has nothing to do with the baseballs. The baseballs are fine. Trust us. <laughs> Definitely not juiced at all. Wink. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Mike Trout has put up godlike offensive numbers in an era where scoring was down. But the one thing that he can do more than any of the more than any of the players that I've mentioned, Ruth, Williams, Mays, Griffey, well, maybe not Griffey, <laughs> is he can fucking play defense. That's and, fair. And he plays probably the most demanding position on the field other than catcher. He's playing a premium position in center field. And he's one of the best defensive center fielders in the game in addition to, to being be the best, the best hitter we've seen since Ken Gri- or since Barry Bonds, I guess. Uh, best clean hitter since Ken Griffey. <laughs> and he's been around for 10 years already, right? Like Mike Trout's his 10th year now, 11th? Around there, yeah. Yeah, and so he's still got some time left, too. And if he can add, if he can keep that up, keep being dominant into his, his you know, latter years, um, and as you said, win a World Series, at, at least one, he's right there. 
when you Arsenal? search on Google like best baseball players ever, he'll be within your first five, all like everywhere, right? I, honestly, though, like I don't even know if he has to. T- Ted Williams made it to one World Series in his career, and I don't. He, he doesn't need it, but if he, but if he did, that that's where he goes from help. top five to yeah. one. You know? Yeah. All right, so we've kind of narrowed down the candidates for greatest of all time. And the reason I want to talk about greatest of all time is because, you know, the parade of NFL fans, um, cause this is how NFL fans operate. And honestly, it's how most sports fans operate. Um, so it's already been established that Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time. And now because he's won like Tom Brady, let me figure this out here. Uh, I think a big part of it so far is that like it's the NFL fans in the the United States who don't really care about hockey as much or are younger and have seen me playing their favorite sport for the last you know 20 years and they never saw Gretzky play their like sixth favorite sport yeah that's like a big part of it yeah part of it is definitely recency bias but here's the stat okay here's the stat that's and I, I love stats like this. This is my favorite kind of stats. Stats are all awesome. <laughs> Tom Brady has won more Super Bowls than any NFL team. Ooh. My God. Okay. The Steelers have, have won six Super Bowls. Tom Brady won six Super Bowls with the Patriots. And now yeah. he won another one in Tampa. So that... I I'm not trying to knock Tom Brady here, but that is because that is fucking impressive. Mm-hmm. It's just I'm sorry, Tom Brady is not the greatest athlete of all time, and I don't even think I'm being that controversial. I agree with you. I agree with you. He's the best and, football athlete of all time. I mean, best American oh, football yeah. athlete ever. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, I re- I'm sorry. Any Europeans listening? I forgot about Ronaldo on Mount Rushmore because I was thinking the informing American sports, but Ronaldo has a place there, I think. And Messi, Messi you could argue Messi's better. I I I take Ronaldo a little bit. Messi's be better. Lewandowski's better than Ronaldo. Neymar? Neymar? No, get out of here. <laughs> take that garbage somewhere else. Get that garbage out of here. Um, I don't know. I, I I've never actually pondered who is the greatest, as they say, footballer of all time. <laughs> I mean, you got like Pele, obviously Maradona. That one's tough, man. That's got to be Brady, though. Now, I think there's still a debate there. But as everything, are, are we still talking about soccer or? I was talking about football. Oh, I was talking about football. Football. Um. So yeah, back to okay. So Brady has that stat, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. We've beaten this stat to death, but I'm going to say it one more time. Wayne Gretzky has more goals than anyone else has. No, more assists than anyone else has points. And yeah, more goals right. than anyone else has goals. <laughs> <laughs> and so, it's going to stay that way if freaking Ovechkin keeps missing games from partying with his Russian friends. And... Like, 
okay, the the rings are impressive. Like Tom Brady won more Super Bowls than Wayne Gretzky won Stanley Cups. Yeah, totally. And um, Brady did it with with, with two different now, which Gretzky never did, despite spending so much on the Oilers. The there is that. So like football, it's it's more of a like I think a quarterback in football has more impact on a team's success than an NHL team's best player. Yeah. So there is that. Um I should have done this research before the show. I'm uh I'm trying to figure out who has the most MVP awards in any sport. Because that'd be interesting to tell, like within their, it's sort of compares athletes. Gretzky's has nine, right? That's all we we just we just did this on last episode, didn't we? Or two episodes ago, we just talked about this. Yeah, on Gretzky's birthday. (laughs) Um. Okay, so I found. I've crunched the numbers. Okay, Wayne Gretzky has nine heart trophies. Okay. Okay. Guess who is... Like, do you have a guess for who's next on MVP awards in any sport? Wrong. You're yeah, wrong. Yeah. It's like, it's going to be before my time, way. Actually, no, it's not. What sport? What sport? Baseball. I don't know. It's Barry Bonds. Oh. Now, caveat, baseball has two MVP awards. Mm-hmm. They have one for each league. So there is that. Keep that in mind. Yeah. Win twice as many. I mean, not really, but yeah, you know. But, I mean, let's be honest. I think all seven of those MVP awards, if they were for all of baseball, I think they would have gone to Barry Bonds anyways. We're talking about the guy that holds the all-time home run record and the single-season home run record. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, safe to say all those seven are legit. Uh, next up, do you have a guess? Third. It's a, it's a different sport. Different sport than we've had so far. Like, is not yep. hockey or baseball? Hmm. Michael Jordan. You got the right sport. Michael Jordan is second in MVP awards. Hmm. First place. And no, I'm going to stop you right there. It's not LeBron. It is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar won six NBA MVPs. Nice. And then rounding out the list is NFL. Ryan, do you have a guess who has the most MVP awards in NFL history? In the NFL? In the NFL. Is it not Brady? It's not. Hmm. See, you know my NFL knowledge. I don't. I don't even have who was good before him. So. It's it's your time. It's your really? era. So really, it's really same era as Tom Brady. Peyton Manning. It's Peyton Manning. He has five. I like Peyton so, Manning. I again, this isn't a hit piece on Tom Brady. Hmm. I just He's obviously a great guy, great player. There's my thesis here is that you cannot compete with Wayne Gretzky. Any discussion of who is the greatest athlete that ever lived has to start with him. The other week, 
how many records did we find? 72 records that a he holds ton. A in, in ton. the NHL? Yeah, and Adam and I didn't even get like a third of them. Yeah. There's and so many records. Right? And like Tom Brady, you can make an argument that he wasn't even the best quarterback of his era. You could. Right? Because you, you can say Peyton Manning, or you can say Aaron Rodgers, or you can say Drew Brees. Okay, first of all, the NFL has been very blessed in the last 20 years, the amount of Hall of Fame quarterbacks that, you know, you've been able to watch. Yeah. Um. So, and there is a similar argument with, you know, Gretzky or Lemieux. They're wrong. Like, the whole argument about Mario Lemieux is that, oh, he had a shortened career. Well, Gretzky still had a higher points per game, so by a lot. Because where's Lemieux points per game? He's like he's top three. Like I think he's right there as well. I think like, he's so is Mike Bossy. I, I, exactly. Like, and you don't hear people saying Mike Bossy's the best. Like, be like, hey, what are your best hockey players ever? Like, I my top five and order is debatable. I always say Gretzky, Lemieux, Howe, or Richard. And Mike Bossy had a better points per game. Than, you know, Morgan. After last year, had a better points per. That's a joke. But Carolina's Twitter likes to pretend it's not. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, it's it's insane. Um, <laughs> so I, yeah, I'm. Again, I love me some Tom Brady. He's the best quarterback that ever lived. I think honestly, though, the more we kind of talk about this, the more I'm like, what's the point, right? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we just like we're literally comparing apples to oranges? Yeah, I I get mad when people try to put goalies in their best players of all time list because I always say you can't you can't compare them. Yeah, that's the thing because like where does and now we're now we're trying to compare guys who play different sports. Yeah, like it's hard to compare same sport different position and now we're yeah. It's just, it's not comparable. It really isn't. So, if you're a Tom Brady fan, just enjoy the W. You just won the freaking Super Bowl. Like, Just enjoy it. Get your priorities straight, man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That being said, though, it's Wayne Gretzky. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, is there any other athletes, team sport, or otherwise that we should be throwing into this? discussion i just don't want to miss any names i'll start like uh athletes in general i would throw terry fox serena williams in there as well i was gonna say roger federer yeah um just so we mentioned them tiger woods yeah nicholas um michael phelps yeah michael you want to talk about domination (laughs) uh Usain Bolt. Yeah. But, like, we could sit here for hours just dropping names. Yeah. We absolutely could. You can make an argument for every single one of them. So, Mm -hmm. especially Uh, when you're going multi multi sport here. Like, exactly. And not anything including team sports, just like pure athletes. My gosh. That's a year. That's a whole podcast on its own. Just us turns naming guys for three hours. Yeah, stay tuned. Until for someone says boat. Sam Bennett. <laughs> and then we just turn the thing off. <laughs> yeah. So stay tuned. Already. 
stay tuned for our uh, bonus episode where we just say names <laughs> for an hour. Yeah. Um, do you want to discuss the Edmonton Oilers? Um, yes, we can briefly touch on them. But first, I do want to bring up um, you, you made a tweet on the podcast account to, to ask us questions. You know, you control the show. We did receive a question. Um, what does Hunter the Lynx eat? So that's where we should start with the Oilers talk, I think, is important question. What does Hunter the Lynx um, We can tell that there's magic. Um, he said mice, which was kind of funny. Um, I, don't I think buy mice it. works. Yeah, and um, Ethan, the original mice take. Do you remember? Sorry, I my internet is terrible today. I like can barely make out what you're saying. <laughs> what did you respond to the original mice offer with? Oh, I th- I figured uh, Hunter specifically would feast on the tongues of hounds, specifically from the <laughs> south of Alberta. Yeah. Um, so it says here on the Google Canada lynx eat mice, squirrels, and birds, but prefer the snowshoe hare. Ooh. So like, uh, Friday nights, maybe he indulges in some snowshoe hare. Yeah. <laughs> Probably does. So yeah, that's, that's our conclusion there. Is it, um, so yeah, as for the rest of the Oilers team, that is not the, uh, mascot, um, a good week. Um, we last recorded day. Yeah, so since then we we lost to the Flames and then we beat Ottawa twice. Um, and now we're above five hundred. We're third division based on just points and fifth in points percentage. Um, it's looking up. Uh, we've had Bouchard finally breaking into the lineup. He's gotten a goal and an assist so far. He's just looked dominant all around. People are yelling to trade Barry, trade Larson, because we have our fix on the right side. Meanwhile, Ethan Bear is still injured, so um, get him back first before you do anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of injuries, um, Zach Cassian gets in a fight. He will, that's a whole thing, though, right there, isn't it? Tippett says Cassian's not engaged. Ca- so Kara gets in a fight. Cassian's like, shit, I better get in a fight. Cassian punches Good Branson, breaks his hand, I think. And now he's out for weeks. Gaetan Haas is again. Pouliot on COVID protocol. Um, basically, this team is falling apart, but Mike Smith is back, and Mike Smith just put up a 960-something hey, hey, save percentage. show so. respect. The savior, Mike Smith. The savior, Mike Smith. That was Mike an Smith. actual article written I by a professional journalist. I'll that give is... you one guess who wrote that. Mark Spector. Mark fucking Spector. <laughs> the savior. Give me oh, a break. Lordy. Actually, like, this is the guy who, after the Blackhawks series, the first guy he went after was not the goalies. No. It wasn't, I don't know, who else had a bad series? Nurse. Nugent Hopkins? Nurse? It wasn't Nuge, Nurse? Nuge was amazing. In that it was so long ago. But he didn't go after the guys who, you know, are actually the problem. No. Who does he go after? The fucking captain and the guy that just led the demon points. You know what's insane is that, yeah, you're a regular season points leader and your playoff points leader. Your best two players in the whole damn league and were so good in the playoffs and Mike Smith was so bad. And Spectre is slamming two of them and calling one of them the savior. Just, just the guess. The guy 
that <laughs> not single-handedly, but was a big factor in us losing first the game one. The first game one. Game yeah. one the first. Game one the first. <laughs> When's game one the second? I want that one. <laughs> Let's try again. <laughs> He's the savior. Yeah, that guy. Now. Now. Does Mike Smith coming back help the Oilers? Yes, absolutely. Mike Smith uh, is a good goalie. Unle- unless, unless, Ty, Troy, Ty, Troy, whatever. T. Dot Grossneck was the best guy ever, and we just lost him for Smith. But... I just want to, Ethan, you know what's amazing is that both of our over a 950 save percentage in their last game. And Smith starts tonight against Montreal. Okay, it's one game. It's it's one game. He had a very good game. I know it's one game, but it's one good game out of both goalies, which is awesome. Isn't so, it? I, I'm very happy that we got Mike Smith. Not only because I think he's a very good backup goalie. I know. I can hear you hissing. (laughs) Mike Smith, when he's on, is a very good backup goalie. Yeah. And I was wrong about Miko Koskinen. I still think Miko is our guy. But he needs... Sir. He needs someone pushing him. Yeah. Look at Miko's last two games, the Calgary stinker and the Ottawa one where he put up a 950-something. He is neither of those goalies in pure He's numbers. He's somewhere in between. We're still, trying to f- we're still trying to figure out where, but he's yeah. in between. Also, I will point this out. I feel like in the Ottawa game, the shot quality was a big part of it. The reason he had such a high save percentage is because he faced so many shots because he was not controlling rebounds. Well. And, yeah, the shot quality was ass, but... <laughs> Still, you, you, honestly, you put me in that net, I'm not saving a single down one of them. So, pro, like, he's still you, good. You, you, don't be so hard on yourself. You'd stop a couple. Yeah, I probably em, would. Employ the Ilya Brzezgalov strategy. This puck <laughs> just hit me. It's puck just hit me, yeah? Oh, um, yes. Exactly. Okay, the one thing I will say, I am. I know some people aren't happy about uh, the decision to start Smith against Montreal. Uh, and I know this podcast is going to come out after the Montreal game, so every... I mean, you don't know that. Worst case scenario, Montreal doesn't even happen. But... And we will touch on that later. Yeah. So <laughs> I could I could be eating my words before this podcast even comes out. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Smith starting against Montreal is a very smart idea because Montreal is the best four-checking team in the division, and what is the <laughs> one thing that Mike Smith does really well? Running around in circles, not in the blue paint. <laughs> Sorry, playing the puck. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. right? And, and sarcasm against, aside, he's good at it, and it helps. Against a team like Montreal, where they're going to be... Uh, and Toronto <laughs> is another example of a team like this, where having a puck-handling goalie really helps. Because if you noticed, I noticed anyways, in the Toronto games, they were very aggressive on the penalty kill. Especially Ilya Mikheyev. Holy crap, the Leafs got themselves a player in Mikheyev. Oh, he his, is, his nickname is Soup, and I love that about him. I thought Campbell was soup. Well, no, Campbell was also B. soup. He's soup. Uh, uh, Campbell's retired, man. The nickname is now available. Whatever. <laughs> so uh, teams like that where they're hard forechecking, but also especially when the Oilers have a power play, and I think Montreal is going to be quite aggressive looking to open up a chance for themselves. 
when you have a guy like Mike Smith in net, you can just you basically turn like a a two on one for the Habs into a three on one for the Oilers. Yeah, because Mike Smith can he's really good at like the puck handling. Okay, whatever. He's really good at passing and like deep passes. He's he's so helpful for that for controlling that and um it's going to be helpful. We're going to see how helpful it is. Sometimes it's not helpful. Sometimes it's it's really quite awful. But other times it works wonders. Really, the, it really does. The help. trick is you have to you have to tighten up defensively. You mm-hmm. have to support each other on the back end if you're going to have a goalie that runs out of his net and just takes years off my life. Um, <laughs> have we seen lines for tonight? We have not. Okay. I'm hearing Neil on McDavid's wing to replace Jesse Pula. Also, Pooley RV, man. I love that man. I just. So if you haven't heard Jesse Pooley RV, I mean, you will have heard because, again, this is coming out after the game. Uh, Yessi Pooley-Arvey, he is on the COVID list, and you just know Jim Matheson's going to find some way to make it Yessi's fault. That sucks. He's going to... Uh, just... it It's such shitty timing, because he was playing so well, and the, the pucks were finally going in for him. Uh-huh. Yessi Pooley-Arvey had the lowest PDO in the NHL. Did you know that? I did actually. Yeah. He he had the lowest PDO and he 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 had the most shots on goal without a goal. Yeah. Until he, until he, until scored, he scored a goal. A goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He scored two goals. Um, Hell yeah. And then he scored a couple more. So I and man, Yessi is exactly the kind of player we need right now because yep. I've been saying this for a few weeks now. Yessi is a skilled Patrick Maroon minus yes. the edge. He, he can is, have the edge a little bit. He's, he's he going to get there. He is the perfect right winger to play with Connor McDavid. And I like at the start of the year, I was like, if everything goes perfectly, Pugliarvi will be, he'll get a shot on the first line with 10 games left. But then Cassian sucked. So, <laughs> I hey, I knew Cassian was... Anyways, that's another thing. So, just the way he's been able to, you know, assert himself in that role. And just literally just do what he needs to be done. Do what he needs to do. <laughs> and and nothing more, right? Yeah. He's not, he's not, now in the last couple, and I noticed this in the last Ottawa game, he's starting to shoot more from outside. Which... Yeah. I think eventually, because you know, part of the the package that we were promised was a a really good shot, and we haven't really seen that from him. But he doesn't need to be a good shooter to have success on this team. He doesn't. He has to just you know drive the play, forecheck. McDavid I, can do the rest of it. I'm sorry. I hate to shit on journalists as much as I am today, but uh, freaking Mark Spector. This was a while ago. Uh, he said something like, nice to see uh, Pugliarvi get rewarded for changing his game. What the fuck? 
Like, <laughs> w- watch all of Yessi's goals the first time he was in Edmonton. They were all from right in front of the net. They were yeah. all garbage goals. What the fuck do you mean changing his game? He's the exact same player, just better, you asshole. And he, also, He's the same player in the offense that he always has been. It's also, his transition game. That's- you are not allowed to be like, yeah, yay, go Jesse, when you just spent the last year shitting on him. <sighs> yeah. I'll do what he wants. I mean, what do I know? I'm just... I'm just a podcaster in my mom's basement. <laughs> yeah, it's it really sucks that yes, he's just another bad break. Like his PDO is super low now. We are out Pooley, Haas, and Cassian right now. Those are three important players. That's a whole forward line. Yeah. So that means that Turris is now stuck on that third line. Shaysan's going to probably be playing again, which is fine. Shaysan's just fine. Um, who who else? Nygaard, Ennis. Ennis has been great. Prussell, like, what are we going to do? We need someone to get back. I think one thing that plays well for the Oilers is that, and I really like this. I think this is a smart move from Dave Tippett. Playing 11 forwards and 7 D-men. Love that. That's awesome. Um, it does a few things. One, it gives you a shot to get Bouchard into the lineup, which yep. was the original reason why he went with 7 for, or seven defensemen. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I think with one less forward spot that you have to fill, they can kind of... Because think about it. Like, right now... Our lines are looking like so Nuge, probably Neil and McDavid. They got the second line. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now we still have Turris. Um Ennis, that's probably, you know, your third line. And then you got Archibald, uh Devin Shore, and who Nuge Kara? Kara, who all of a sudden figured out how to play hockey. Yeah, what the heck? He he has more points this season than Mika Zabanajad. I know I have Zabanajad on my fantasy team, <laughs> and you're currently playing against the guy with Carol team. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I like they're gonna be fine. Losing Puliyarvi hurts, and Gaetan Haas is sorely missed, but I think they'll be okay, especially because they have like 17 defensemen that they can just plug in, like. Are, they... are we going to make Nurse our top-line winger now with Pooley Irvy out? That's... But no, are... we're not. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> like, how badly are they missing Ethan Bear? Not that... Not but bad. He's an important piece, but they've been able to kind of weather it a little bit. So Yeah. See, and there's also this. Um, if, what if this is... Is Pooley Irvy thing is the first, you know, outbreak in Canada. Could the Oilers have games postponed? Now that would suck, but we have injured guys and then we'll, we will have games in hand. We'll have our injured guys time to heal. So games being postponed, well, it would be the worst, especially considering that the Kane division has not seen anything yet. It's been perfect here up North. I just, I want to make sure I have this clear. Are you saying you want the Oilers to get COVID? 
No, no, not at all. I'm just saying. It sounds if, like that's what you're saying. That's not at all what I'm saying. Not even a little bit. But if, if, like, worst case scenario, and games have to be postponed, like there is the 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 silver lining in that is that our injured guys could be back to play in our games in hand. Um, like I said on top of the show, we're in third, we're fifth in points percentage, so we we have played more games than most most teams here. Than all um, the teams. Vancouver's played more than us. Okay, but they're not a team. <laughs> what are they? They're a they're a dumpster fire, frankly. They're a shit show. <laughs> mm-hmm. A gong show. Uh, uh bad. <laughs> like really I thought the Canucks were gonna be bad, but I didn't think they were gonna be this bad. I mean there's still time for them to turn it around, so we'll see. Is there though? I think there is. I'm not. Like, I don't want to count them out because because you're a closet Canucks fan, right? No, yes, because I, forgot I, this. I'm, I don't want to get fifth in this division and the Canucks get fourth. We we play the Canucks still like eight more times, so stuff can swing. Okay, Vancouver currently nobody. Vancouver currently three points behind Winnipeg for fourth. Winnipeg has four games in hand. Yeah. They're, they're probably toast. But... I don't know, dude. Like if it wasn't for the Ottawa Senators, <laughs> it would it would look a lot worse. Yeah. And you know what's I've... kind of amusing to me? The Ottawa Senators have only won two games. And they're against, against Montreal and Toronto. Yeah, against the two good teams. That's 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 craziness. Good for them. Are you sold on the Canadians yet? Uh, I am sold on them for this season. This Ooh. is, I think this season they are, okay, Ethan, they're a definite playoff team. I don't know if they're going to keep in the for first. I am willing to admit that the Montreal Canadiens, okay, I didn't have them making the playoffs, but I'm pretty sure I did say that any one of the seven teams could make the playoffs and I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So here's my thing with Montreal. I was half right, but I'm willing to admit that they're probably a top four team in the, in the division. Yeah. Simply because Carey Price is turning back the clock. Carey Price in every single stat has been their second best goaltender. Yeah. Fun Jake Allen has been unbelievable. Yeah. So that just further, I mean, Price has been great, but yeah, that it's insane. I think Montreal I'm I w- I th- I'm gonna say it. They've clinched top four in this division. I don't know if they're gonna maintain their top two, but they've clinched top four in my mind. Um, the only thing is, is that beyond this season, I don't know. Like, yeah, their young guys are gonna step up, but Toffoli and Anderson, like, when are they gonna stop being a fluke? You know, um, they're both right now. Toffoli, Anderson, and McDavid are all tied for second goals. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Montreal could be like a like next year. Montreal could fall back, and I wouldn't be surprised. But if Montreal, yeah, this year, if Montreal somehow does not make the playoffs this year, I would be tickled pink because they're just so good. Jeff Petrie is leading the Habs with fourteen points. I know that you. He's on my you, fantasy team. You cannot tell me that this is sustainable. The the pace that they're on right now. 
Yeah, no, this the current pace for the top guys is not sustainable. I would not be surprised at all if they sustained it throughout the rest of this season. I think that's very easy for them to do. Yeah, I don't next year, who knows? Next year if they're back if they're back with Boston and Tampa and Florida in their division, I don't know. I'd be I'd be I'd be scared for them. But I tell you what, if if I were to put money on it right now, I would say that oof, I I'd say the Oilers are playing the Habs in the first round. The Oilers are playing the Habs first round, you said? Yeah. Whether that's one versus four or two versus three, eh. Um they're still think, in the Oilers making the playoffs, yeah? You, you, yes. You're still yeah, totally on that train. So here's my question they to ha- you. They have Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. They're making the playoffs. I, I'm not going to argue, but my, my, my question is, if you're considering them in here, and you're not going to claim that the Leafs are falling out either, I'm guessing? Nope. Fourth, Winnipeg or Calgary? Winnipeg. Okay. Not even... And that's not even Oilers fan Calgary bad. That's the Jets have Connor Hellebuck and one of the best top sixes in hockey. Blake Wheeler's playing like shit right now. I know he's on my fantasy team. But you know what's nice about that is that Nikolai Ehlers has picked it up. I know he's on my fantasy team. Also, Andrew Kopp, that guy's a legit top six forward now. And Paul Stashney's playing on yeah. the third line and he he could be top six. So that's just any, I, any team that has Paul Stastny as their three C is probably a pretty good team. Yeah, and so, he he was their two. Now they got Dubois. I, I don't know the Bylaine trade. I, so far, Jack Roslovic has been the best part of it, which is insane. <laughs> um, but yeah, everyone on, in that trade they will come around. But yeah, yeah Winnipeg so, is scary. I don't want to play them again. I, like P- PLD is a stud. Uh, liked him. And, and because he was taken ahead of Puliarvi, we we got our boy. We yeah, got our boy exactly. Yessi. So I yeah. I'm I'm that def- moment, I'm humble. still definitely sold on the Jets. And honestly, like the Flames If Markstrom keeps playing like this, then they're gonna have a really good shot. But and I think goaltending, goaltending, I gotta still give the edge to to Winnipeg because Connor Hellebuck, in my mind, is the second best goalie in the league. Uh, and in my mind, he's the first based on last season. This season, I haven't looked into his numbers a ton. Well, but... I'm just I'm just going off of like skill and eye test here. Yeah, totally. Uh, so, um, league wide, season's kind of there's other teams. Show, hey? There's other teams. Well, they're not playing. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel like it. So oh, the gosh. NHL has postponed around 40 games already. Uh, it'll be due, like it'll be 40 pretty soon here. Due to players. Now they're being real smart about this. They're not saying players testing positive. Yeah. I'll, oh, come on. I'll, I'll put the question to you. Are you worried at all that the NHL is not going to be able to finish this? Um, They're not. Okay. I think there's different layers to that question. Question one, am I worried that the season will be canceled? No chance. The season is going to conclude. It will finish. It will, Simpl- it will... Sim- Simply because Batman wants to play. Yeah. And I think everyone does. Want, everyone wants to finish. And so the season <laughs> not will... Not the owners. 
the season will conclude. It will. My only thing is that what if it runs out of time? We have because like they've said they will not play past July eighth to July fifteenth. Whenever the Olympics start. Yeah, yeah, and they said they're not going to play past that. So, yeah. what if it ends up going to points percentage? What if every team can't play fifty-six games and we go to points percentage? The issue with points percentage is that this year this it's running in series, right? So you could look at let's just look in the Canadian division. You know what? Even better, the West division. Let's say that. How is that better than the Canadian division? Because there's because I think there's more gap between the best and worst teams and. So my example here is let's say that St. Louis is five points behind Colorado, but their points percentage. Maybe maybe Colorado got to play um, all eight of their games against the Kings and all eight of their games against the Sharks, and they only played Vegas four opponents. St. Louis had to play Vegas all eight times, all eight times and they only played the Kings and the Ducks four times each then people are going to be complaining about that. That's not an accurate points percentage okay. competition. Ryan, let me interrupt you. Uh, it was never a problem before. It's not like teams played the same schedule last year. That's the thing. Right? No, it's not. Like you, had, you had the Leafs. This, this won't who, stop the season. You had the but. Leafs who got to play you know, Detroit and Ottawa five times each. Yeah. Or four times. Mm-hmm. Going against, uh, you know... I'll say the Rangers who had to play the Caps and the Penguins and the Flyers. And there's really no way to mathematically, and Kate, it's still insane because like Florida was undefeated in regulation. They lost their first game to Detroit. You have no idea what's, look, I just said with Ottawa, Ottawa has only beaten the best teams in the Canadian division. Um, You can't just go through and based on like who you're playing against, just assume that that would have gotten you points or not. Okay. But if, if they say, again, this, and I've complained about this before, this has always been a problem with the NHL. This isn't new. It's worse this year. Yeah. But it's not a new issue. That being said, though, if every team plays at least, you know, 50 games, yeah. I think you're going to be pretty darn close to what you would have had if you had 56 games. That's the thing. Right, because last year it was a shortened season, but I think sixty nine nice was the least games that anyone played. Yeah, it, Carolina played sixty eight and or sixty eight played seventy one, and that was your top and bottom. I think not as nice, but yeah. the issue that you might run into though is like if you look at the the North Division right now. Sorry, the Scotia North Division. Thank you. Please, please don't kill my family, Lord Bettman. Uh, also, uh, shout out to Mass Mutual and the other two while we're at it. <laughs> the difference between the and team with the most juice. games and the team with the least games is four games. Like, that, That's eight points against Ottawa, is it not? People will complain about this. So I... My, to answer my own question, I'm not worried. Yeah. And, and the reason that I say I'm not worried is because... Like I said, the NHL hasn't been coming out and saying, you know, this player tested positive. What I think is going on is the NHL is being real smart about this. They're being real cautious. Yeah. Any close contact with a, you know, person who 
maybe doesn't have COVID, but is showing symptoms of it, and they're shutting it down. Yeah, they're being very, very careful. And I think that's what's going on. I don't think it's... Like, all the players on the COVID list, they don't have COVID. No. Like, perfect example, the four capitals. It was, what, Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, Sonov, and Orlov. Yeah, it was the Russians. Yeah. So the four Russians from it, they all got... None of them had COVID, but they broke the protocol. Yeah. And so out of an abundance of caution, the NHL was like, yeah. you go sit over here. And it, I've read that as being disciplinary, which in a sense, it doubles as that. But it's just, you broke the protocol. There could be germs out there. Let's be safe. Now, um, on on the other hand, there's this tweet that I wanted to read from Elliot Friedman. Uh while you're finding it, um, just back to points percentage for a second. They're they're not going to do any sort of scarcement. If they end up going to points percentage, it will be, what's your points percentage? And there's no more questions asked. They're not going to try waiting schedule. And that's going to really suck for certain teams and fan bases, but that's how it's going to be. So let's hope that we actually get through enough games here. Okay, so from Elliot Freeman, he says, NHL sent out enhanced COVID measures today, including... Asking players remain at home as much as possible except for practices games. Recommending household members limit discretionary activities outside the home. How is this not already the policy? Like, Wasn't is this that a joke? already the policy? I had to check to make sure that this was actually Elliot Friedman and not like... <laughs> Elliot... <laughs> Fridgman. <laughs> yeah. But like the NHL will always baffle me. You know, for every smart thing they do, there's a list of like 20 what the fuck decisions. That's fair. Like, so, so like, Jesse Pugliarvi put on the COVID list. I don't, I think chances are he does not have COVID. No, I think what it might have been is Yessie's girlfriend went to Walmart and the, one of the cashiers had COVID. Like, it could be something like that, for, it for was, example. It was probably the pizza guy. The pizza guy had COVID. Yeah. Or the pizza guy's COVID and worked at the same place. Yeah, it's called contact they're, they're, tracing. They're being, yeah, they're being that safe, right? Yeah. It, which doesn't mean that Yessie has... Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, it's what you want, yeah, really. I, I, I think... Ethan, I'm willing to say that 80% of the guys on the co- who have been on the COVID list did not have COVID themselves. If not higher. I'm 80 single ball. Yeah. I think that's a conservative estimate. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just trying to think. Is there anything else that we didn't touch on with the Oilers? No, we're good. I think we're good. Yeah, I think we're good there. Okay. Um, um, oh, we. I mean, I, I mentioned this a bit earlier, but we we lost Grosnick on waivers to the Kings. Oh no! Anyway, so there's that. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Screw it. Let's talk about the. Uh, I know I said before the show that I didn't want to do it, but let's do it. Uh, let's talk about the double E's sure. baby. Baby. So if you haven't heard <laughs> the. Edmonton Football Club, sorry, Edmonton Football, sorry, Double E Football Club, sorry, Double E Football Team. Uh, they, you know, they've been, 
they've been doing stuff, so they're alive. That's pretty cool. They've been signing some free agents. They've made some, some I think, some good <laughs> signings. Uh, but, sorry, I'm just... Absolutely. The big news that people are talking about is that the Double E's baby have announced the seven finalists for the new name of the Edmonton football team. And Ryan, my friend, they all suck. Engineers. Where's engineers? Okay. Um, okay. So yeah, no, they're... <laughs> Ethan, what are they? What are the seven finalists? I'm looking for Remind them. Me. I can't find a list of them. The Eskimo, <laughs> sorry, the double E's baby website is horrible. Check the discord. Don't on our discord. Uh, come on. I remember, I remember some of them. I know there's evergreens and evergold, which is, Okay, okay, here's the flower. Oh, no, no, I'm boycotting TSN now. I can't. Okay, global news. (laughs) A news service that doesn't treat their employees like human garbage. Uh, Are you frozen, sir? Come on, come on. Damn it. Okay, here it is. Here it is. Globalnews.ca. Okay, the seven finalists. <laughs> oh, man, these are terrible. Okay, number one. Okay, so I'm just going to read it. I want you to give me your thoughts on each one. Number one, the Edmonton... <laughs> the Edmonton Evergreens. Ever okay. Well, I will say in um in Lady Gaga's song "Born This Way." No, I'm gonna um, stop you right there. No, that's, Evergreen no. represents money. Uh, you're you're thinking trees, but it'd be like evergreen, as in I always have green monies in my pockets. You know, twenty dollar bills, twenty twenty dollar bills, and so yeah, that's that name. Um, I don't love it. <laughs> it's kind of funny, but yeah, no. Edmonton. <laughs> Elements. Now, there's two ways you can think of this name. So, the original one, like Burr, Cold, right? Elements. Yeah. But I like to think of it as, like, the coil on your stove. That I think you... of the periodic table. <laughs> <laughs> and then, in which case, my question is, which elements is it? If, if it's Edmonton Elements, like, are, like, is it all of the elements? Or is it, like, you know, just... Hydrogen, boron, argon, and uranium. You're a boron. <laughs> no, you're a boron. Is that the is that the episode name right there? You're a boron. Uh, guess you guys I'm, might already know trying, the episode is name. Is there an element that's uh, double E? No, there's not. Dang it, that because that would then I would vote for that name. Yeah, so we could just be the double E element. Elements are E. Like, what are they? I've been trying to. E is uh, something. There's EU. There's like Einsteinium or something. I don't know my elements super well anymore. Anyways, um, so that one sucks. There's there's only one element that even starts with an E. And I think Which it's Europium. Europium. Okay, yeah. next one. You like this one, I think. Edmonton Elk. Like is a stretch, but of the ones here... I think it's easily top three. Ethan, what, can I ask, what's your problem with it specifically? It's not 
it doesn't roll off the tongue. It doesn't sound like a sports team name. It's just it's not it's not plural. It's so as well, uh, it's but... so abrupt. I don't even mind that it's not plural. It's just so it's you compare it. At, cover your ears, children. You compare Edmonton Eskimos, yeah, to Edmonton Elk. Edmonton Elk. It's just so Elkies. it does not. Yeah, it doesn't sound great. As and a all, name, like Elk, Elk, think of like, think of like the, the Milwaukee logo. Like you can get a really cool secondary logo out of that. You know, I like it. it yeah, but, you're but right. It doesn't the way, the way, sound one, super cool. One of the ways I kind of gauge these names is I think about uh, the guy on 630 Chad who's calling the football game. And, you know, Trevor Harris throws a pass, c- catches it in the end zone. Touchdown! Elk, elk. You know it's, and also this isn't even the best elk-themed name on the list. So, yeah. Can we go to that one next? Actually, okay. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Edmonton elk hounds. Okay, no, now, I didn't sorry, know what that sorry, was. Sorry, for the listeners, I will explain what an elk hound is. Yeah, because I didn't know that is that is easily the most frequently asked question about these names is what the hell is an elk hound? Yeah. So for those that do not know, an elk hound is a breed of hunting dog that resides in uh, Scandinavia, mostly Norway. Yep. In terms of like local flair, it ranks pretty low. I think that's like a really cool name. Yeah. Okay, number one, it sounds better than elk. Mm-hmm. Number two, it's not stupid like evergreens. Number three, it's a it's, dog. It's a dog. There aren't enough dog-themed teams. What I will say about it is that you can short it to the hounds or the elk. There you go. Even though and, it wouldn't even be correct. Like the the Edmonton, honestly, just call them the dogs. But just te- it'll technically be the elk hound, so we can keep the logo and avoid rebranding costs. <laughs> that name, that name, I said was stupid, and is right there in, our, in, the, in the Discord. I said that name stupid. Then someone explained to me what an elk hound was, and now it might be my favorite. They kind of look like German shepherds, but they're, like they're white. they're really cute dogs. I am a fan. But they're hunting dogs, right? They're not like sit on their ass all day. Do- well, no, I they're mean, cool. I a lab is supposed to be a hunting dog, but my lab just sits on her ass all day. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I elk hounds for me is number two, but we'll get into ranking them later. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm gonna save that one. <laughs> Edmonton Eclipse. I mean, the jokes write themselves. Eclipse only shows up twice a year, huh? Huh? Uh, except for the over the ocean. Yeah, what is eclipse? That's all. Uh, huh? The that's, Edmonton that's eclipse. That's when the moon passes between. No, I know the what sun an ecl- the- I know what a scientific. <laughs> like, what does that even mean? It's like a sports team. I'm gonna rebrand. Um, like that doesn't that doesn't work. That, how did that one make it this far? Last time we talked about this, we had we had some insane names that are bad. Fun. And this is this is one of them. Why we didn't like, even come up with Eclipse? That's how bad it is. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if we did. You have to go back and check. I, we might have. We might have not. But we were trying to come up with bad ones as a joke, and we never even thought of Eclipse. So that yeah. one, that one's hilarious to me. Uh, next one. Okay, <laughs> let's go this one. Edmonton. 
and minted Evergolds. So the Evergreen is Evergold. And those are both colors. Um, I think one of them is a flower, one of them is a tree slash monies. What? See, I don't know. If you're going to go with ever something, you can't go gold when green's on the list. Why would you ever want to go with ever anything? Uh, that's a great point. <laughs> I wouldn't. Like, uh, um, that's I not think- a name. That's not a... <laughs> Name of a fucking football team. I think Tyler Broad said it best. He said that that sounds like the name of like your freaking U10 soccer team that happens to wear yeah, the yellow jerseys. Ever, we're the Evergolds. We're the Evergolds. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's the green team. Meanwhile, which is their the coach is freaking boozing in the corner <laughs> on a yeah. Sunday morning. Mm. <laughs> okay, yeah. and the last one, uh, the clear front runner, in my opinion, uh, the Eagles. Yeah, no, fly clearly. eagles fly. Yeah, eagles work. That one. And works. we, I've talked many times about why eagles is the best name. Uh, I, you, I've talked you before how I don't love that it's the same name as an NFL team. Um, I have four words for you: Carolina Hurricanes, Lethbridge Hurricanes. Who cares? Yeah, re- really, you don't. Like, yeah, people don't care. You BC right. Law- You would think that the first first NHL team to sue the Lethbridge Hurricanes would be the Carolina Hurricanes, but you would be wrong because it was, in fact, the Washington Capitals. (laughs) Yeah. Because they have the same jerseys. Yeah. It doesn't matter that... Okay, the Eagles name is a great name. I would like it more if it wasn't in the NFL, but it's still fine. You brought up a good point. I didn't even realize BC Lions, Detroit Lions. Why is no one mad at the BC Lions? No one's going to be mad at the Edmonton Eagles either. So, yeah, maybe, like, shut up. Yeah, I think it's fine. But, yeah, like I said, I would prefer it. Like, Eagles would be the clear number one for me if it just had that. It should be a bit creative. Um, Okay, but. Towards elk hounds. A little bit. Maybe the reason that it's already a team name is because it's actually a good name. I think mm-hmm. that's a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Ethan, my one thing is that if we go Eagles, I would rather us go Screaming Eagles, like the Cape Breton Why? Screaming Eagles. Because, Why? Because that's a really stupid name. and I That's think, so redundant. Like, most Eagles scream. But Ethan, hear me out. No, I don't want to. I really when, don't want to. When we get a touchdown, you can just blare scream. the the high the highest scream ever and just hurt. Why would you want to do that? Why why would you want to make your own fans suffer with an obnoxious noise after every time you score? I'm kind of poking fun at the Oilers here, but <laughs> just kidding. I love their goal horn. Yeah, so that's my sarcastic take. Um, if you were to rank these, if if you had like a power rankings or a tier, how would you? Okay, tier one Eagles, Elk Hounds. Yep, might be my personal favorite. Um, I'm gonna put Elks also, just Elk in tier two, but after Elk Hound. What's plural? What's not? I'm already losing my mind. Um, tier four Evergreens, tier five Elements and Evergolds. Tier eight, tier nine, ten, <laughs> tier eleven, eclipse. T- 
material lever. Okay, I got so number one, eagles. Uh, number two, elk hounds. Uh, number three is all the other ones, and then number four is elements. You think elements is the worst, eh? Elements is so terrible, dude. It's like, <laughs> yes, we get it. It's Edmonton. It's cold. How original. <laughs> uh, I want to read you the results of these poll of this poll here. Uh, our globalnews.ca. So coming in in last place is the Evergreens. Why? That's like, F- <laughs> it's a terrible name, but it's not even close to the worst. 5.8%. Uh, number six, the Evergolds. Yeah. 7.9%. This is really disappointing. Number uh, five. Yeah. The elk hounds. Bah. Bah. 9%. Meh. L- listen to this. Number four, the elements. 12%. Number three, elk. Why is the elements got 12%? You think that's bad? How about the eclipse? Second place, 15%. Are you. Now, and number one, the Eagles, thirty-four point seven seven percent. Um, you you're kidding. Elephants, uh, sorry, Eclipse is not number two. No, I okay. I you think have to be smoking my neighbor's rice plant right now, Ethan. That cannot th- be. This right. is not an official poll. This is just global news. Now I know okay. some readers of global news are a little you know out there, but. Uh, <laughs> So, not official. This is an unofficial poll about the Edmonton team name. Ryan, my friend. Hi. You have a shout-out for this week. Um, oh my gosh. Um, I write, I started writing them down because I never remember. Um, uh, how about a shout-out to seven inning games in the MLB? That's my uh, sarcastic shout-out. I just, ah, <laughs> you know what I wish, Ryan? I wish that the people in charge of baseball actually liked baseball. Like when have, when has the commissioner of a professional sports league actually tried to reduce the amount of the sport being played because he doesn't like the sport that he's in charge of? It's kind of odd. It's- like what a fucking joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not only the seven inning double headers, it's the friggin' extra innings runner on second. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. Go be the commissioner of fucking roller derby. <laughs> go yeah. do a sport that you actually like, you nuts up. <laughs> okay. My actual shout out is to Tuka Rask. Did you see that? Um, so Tuka Rask, uh, so, okay, Boston is playing against somebody. I forget. I think, the yeah, the Rangers. Game is tied 2-2 with less than a minute left, and Tuka Rask just goes for the bench. And he's almost <laughs> there, and then his teammates, his coach, are like, no, Tuka, go back in your net! And then he and then he just goes backwards into his net, um, and he gets back to his net. Boston had position the whole time. Nothing bad <laughs> happened at all. Tuka just went to the bench for no reason, and the, the commentators were saying, Oh, he must have thought that like a ref's arm went up, you know, delayed penalty, right? Um, so after the game, they interview him. He's there, you know, looking awesome. He's looking stylish, and he's like, "I honestly thought that we were down two one." 
<laughs> that is a vibe. That is yeah. me right before reading week. Yeah, honestly, me too. So yeah, that's my my <laughs> ask for uh, just making there tie game seconds. You have bus has, Yeah, I'm going to the bench. <laughs> uh okay i'm gonna shout out uh boston red sox fans and i normally don't have a lot of sympathy for boston sports fans but the red sox this is a team that went over 100 years or no i think it was like 80 90 years without winning a world series mm-hmm. uh and their most recent world series uh So they won the World Series in 2018. Their outfield featured Andrew Benintendi and Mookie Betts. And also David Price was on that team. Mm-hmm. Price and Betts were traded to the Dodgers. And now Andrew Benintendi was traded to the Kansas City Royals. Like, that's rough. Yeah. The Red like the Red Sox aren't even that bad, I don't think, but they're just just mm. tearing it down. Mm-hmm. Gotta stay under that luxury tax. Oh, uh, yeah. So yeah, shout out to Red Sox fans. I feel your pain. Um Sad. but I don't feel that bad for you because the Blue Jays are gonna destroy you this year. Uh so looking forward to that. My other shout out this week, I have to shout out the world's longest hockey game. It's still going strong. It's going till Sunday, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just taking a quick peek at the score. As of right now, Team Red with the lead, 1,714 to 1,707. So it's a seven-goal game with a couple days left. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. it's uh, Take a look at the scoring leaders. If this website will work. Okay, here we go. So for Team Red, uh, Braden Hughes, 244 goals. And for Team White. Wow, he's better than Quinn Hughes this year. Darren Archibald, 179 goals for Team White. Okay, fun fact about Darren Archibald before we continue. Um, Darren Archibald is in NHL Slapshot. And... um, which is in like 2011. And um, because Josh Archibald is not, I put Darren Archibald on my Oilers team because, you know, nice. same last name. So it looks good on the roster sheet to have an Archibald. <laughs> He's rated like 68 or something. We need to get you a freaking PS4 or something, man. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so, yeah, so far, I mean, the important bit is that they've raised $1.15 million. Uh, for the Cure Cancer Foundation. And uh, so, yeah, if if you can, if you have some some spare time, like a spare 45 minutes, um, there's a little drive-through at Sakers Acres, so you can pull up, you can watch a bit of the game, you know, buy some merch, make merch. a donation, honk, cheer on the players. Um, it, again, it's for just an unbelievable fantastic cause uh and let me tell you the boys could use some support it is fucking cold out there oh yeah it is it is eyelids freezing when you blink cold it is pucks shattering cold yeah it's nasty out there 
Like, I I can't imagine wearing skates in this weather. That'd be brutal. Mm. So, yeah. Also, uh, another way you can support the double E's, baby, are having a 50-50 in support of the Edmonton Football Club, or in support of the World's Longest Hockey Game. Uh... (laughs) Um, uh. And and I know I know you Edmontonians love your fifty fifties, so that's going to be on Sunday. All the proceeds are going to the world's longest hockey game. Um, so yeah, it should be a big prize. Their goals one point five million. Uh, they're right now about three hundred fifty thousand away from their goal. Mm-hmm. That fifty fifty is going to push them over, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It, again, if you have some some free time this weekend, head on down to Sacred Acres. You know, make a small donation, support the boys. Uh, they could certainly use it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. So that's it for shoutouts. Shall we do some trivia? Let's do that trivia. Okay, this is EX Sports Trivia, brought to you by nobody. Sad. Uh, Brought to you by it, the periodic table of elements. <laughs> if you're new, we play Yeg Sports Trivia every week. It's five questions, all surrounding a particular theme based on what's going on in the sports world. This week's theme, Ryan, is very general, very vague. It's on name changes. So with the with the double E's baby going through their whole name change thing, I thought let's take a look at some some local sports team name changes. Um, how do you feel? How how do you feel your knowledge is on? Uh, I don't know. I think we'll, we're all right. Um, yeah, I didn't look into it at all. I don't even know if they have the team to change their names. So I guess we'll see. Um, yeah, first trivia in a while. So it's just me here to draw on my own. Um, and take forever. So let's get into it. You do. Your trivias are often very long. So let's get started. Question number one. The Edmonton Oilers played their first WHA season as the Edmonton Oilers in 1973. When they first entered the World Hockey Association in 1972, what was the name of the team? The Alberta Oilers. That is correct. The Alberta Oilers played for one season, uh, but then they got changed to the Edmonton Oilers because Calgary got a team. And Bill Hunter was like, you know what? I want to be nice to those bastards. Uh, (laughs) Question number two. Cover your ears, children. The Edmonton Eskimos first adopted the Eskimos name in 1897. What was the original spelling of the name Eskimo when they first... Adopted the name. It's not the same as it is now. How hmm. did they spell it? Interesting. Really? Was there an H at the end? They wouldn't have put just, a C instead of a K. I so. just want you to spell the word. Spelling B. E. S. K. Ah, wrong. E-S-C? Nope. Okay. Nope. Incorrect. The original, the original spelling of Eskimo 
was E S Q U I M A U X. I think it was French. Your was E S Q U. Yep. M O A H. No. Holy. S S Q Mo. So E S Q U I M A U X. X. Oh, because you you cut out the first second. I assumed it was going to be an, oh, an A. No, it was X. An Sorry. X. Good lord of cows. That's <laughs> that's a wild spelling. I like that. All right, that. so you're one for two. Heading into question three. Yeah, it's yeah, another yeah. hockey question. Good shit. The Edmonton Oil Kings are the fourth Edmonton-based team to play in the Western Hockey League. What were the names of the previous three teams? Edmonton Flyers is definitely one of them. Hang on, I think I screwed up this question. Yeah, I only know Flyers. What was the name of the previous four teams? Previous four teams? Yeah. The Wikipedia article was missing a team. Okay, so, so Ed- Edmonton Oil Kings is... That's not one of the four. There's four more? Okay, so you have the current Edmonton Oil Kings. Yeah. Playing in the Western Hockey League. Yeah. What Good were dude. the names of the four other teams from Edmonton? That played in the Western Hockey League. So the Flyers is one. Yeah, Edmonton Flyers, Edmonton Ice. Two. How is there two more? <laughs> oh, uh, Edmonton Oil Kings, but Oil King. Sorry, internet. Edmonton Kings, but Oil Kings is one word instead of two? Um, I mean, Edmonton Oil Kings is correct, but it was spelled the same way. Okay, okay. I'm still. Was it? There's no way there was Edmonton Oil Kings again. Yep, that's correct. Yeah, they like alternated, didn't they? They went like Kings, Flyers, Ice Kings, Flyers, Kings, Ice. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> the uh, Edmonton Flyers played in the Western Hockey League in uh, like the 40s, 50s, and 60s, or something yeah, like that. That was that was your. Uh, Name and the BFHL was Edmonton and, Flyers, and then the so the Edmonton Oil Kings from '51 to '76, the Edmonton Oil Kings from '78 to '79, and then the Edmonton Ice '96 <laughs> to '98, who then became the Kootenai Ice, who then became the Winnipeg Ice. Yep, that's how relocation goes. Okay, so you're two for three. Question oh. four. We're gonna wrap up with two baseball questions. Uh-oh. The first of the two baseball questions. The Edmonton Capitals were the last professional baseball team to play in Edmonton. I'm I'm wearing their jersey right now. Yeah, you go Caps. <laughs> what other name did the Capitals go by? Like what was their previous name before they were the Capitals? Oh my gosh, I have no idea. Um, they had one before that. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, That's Edmund, not the question. Edmonton Riverman. Is that your final answer? Uh, yeah, I don't, have anything, I don't have anything better than that. So Edmonton Riverman. That is incorrect. The correct answer. I still think this is the coolest name that an Edmonton team has ever had. The Edmonton Cracker Cats. Cracker Cats? From have you heard of Cracker Cats? 2005 to 2008. That? It's like a reference to like oil and gas workers. Apparently, Cracker is a like a guy who works. I don't know. It, they had a cool logo. Okay, it was. I love. I imagine that cats. they did. That was from 2005 was like to 2008. Was the what? picture a cat on crack? Was it like the no. the Bruins bear on crack, but like cat? Hang on, give me a second. I'll be right back. All right. Do you like? He must have like something to show me it on. Well, he does. So I'm going to show gonna Ryan a, kind of a bat that I got from a Cracker Cats game with the logo on it. Yo, he's kind of cool looking. Yeah, it's a he cool looks cat. Like, he looks like, um, what is it? The, um, the like, badger from uh, freaking the Nutjob movie. What? That's an obscure reference. And- you are on crack. <laughs> Cracker Cats. Okay, so you're not doing well. No. I don't remember what your score is. Question number five. This one's about the Toronto Blue Jays. So, mm-hmm. Toronto was awarded an MLB expansion franchise in 1976. Okay. And, and this was after a deal fell through in which a Toronto-based group would purchase an already existing MLB team and relocate them. So, they had a deal... It fell through. Okay. And then MLB gave them an expansion team. If this okay. deal went through, what would be the name of Toronto's Major League Baseball team? I learned so, a lot of things just there. Um, I didn't know that there was <laughs> relocation planned before the... Um, Expansion, so I don't really know. <clears throat> What's my lifeline? Your lifeline is that had this deal went through, instead of playing in the American League, Toronto's baseball team would be a member of the National League. So it would have been a National League team relocating. And would they have kept the same name as that National League relocating team? Probably yes. So I have to just name a National League team who is no longer exists. Maybe still exists. I don't even know what's a good guess. <laughs> what teams were in danger of moving or have moved? Um, Cracker Cats. <laughs> um, from the... American League, you said, yeah? I said the National League. Oh, sorry. You're not getting this right. I'm not. No, I'm not. Uh, Let's go with the the Toronto, not Blue Jays, but um, (laughs) the Toronto Green Pigeons. What? That's not even a... (laughs) Just say a team, dude. Oh my Kansas God. City you, Royals. 
They're in the American League. You want to try again? Seattle Mariners. Also in the American League. Who the hell's in the National League? The San Francisco... Also in the American League. The San Francisco Giants. I only care about the American League. Who would have become the Toronto Giants had this deal gone through. So the answer is Toronto Giants. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I learned today. Which, by the way, since 1976, have won three World Series, so... Good thing they stayed. <laughs> that's one more than the Blue Jays have. Yeah. So, you know, food for thought. But the Giants so, is a way worse name. So the reason uh, that the deal didn't go through is actually because the San Francisco courts blocked it. Because yeah. apparently they have the authority to do that. Apparently. This isn't the America I grew up in. <laughs> Do you know any National League baseball teams? I only care about the American League, to be honest. Hang on, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a timer on you, and I'm just gonna see how long it takes. Okay, go name an NL team. The the Miami Marlins. Oh wow, that that was actually pretty quick. <laughs> Six seconds. That was just my next guess, so... <laughs> okay, name another one. Hmm. <laughs> Oakland. No. Athletics. Mm-mm. Um, Los Angeles Angels. Nope. Uh, I don't know what side anyone's in, to be honest. I mean, that's not good. <laughs> Washington Nationals. There you go. That's an NL team. All right, that's enough yeah. of Ryan names baseball teams in the wrong <laughs> league. <laughs> the Edmonton uh, Riverhawks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of baseball, though, pitchers and catchers report next week. Let's go. Woo-hoo. And uh, the Jays announced their the start time for opening day, which isn't really big news, but <laughs> it's just like a sign that baseball's almost here if Manfred doesn't fuck it up. Yeehaw. <sighs> That guy, man. <laughs> that man, I swear to eggs on a the toaster. <laughs> all right, that does it for us here on Yegg Sports. Thank you all for listening. If you enjoyed the show, leave a rating. Tell us how we did. Tell all your friends. Um, if you didn't enjoy the show, please also tell your friends. Um, as you may have noticed, we didn't have a guest on the show today, which makes us sad. Uh, so we're looking for guests if you want to come on the show. You know, tweet us. I'm Beduza Ethan on Twitter. Ryan, you're MacNe Ryan on Twitter. Or you know, tweet the show at YEG Sports Pod. You can visit our website, yegsports.com. Um, yeah, go and come su- party with us. Go su- go support the world's longest hockey game. Those guys are troopers. Um, Ryan, you got anything else to say to the folks at home or in their car or at their place of work or on vacation? No or, one should be on vacation. Well, like to like the cabin or okay. something. That's yeah. I guess that's a yeah. That's like a bit of a getaway. I don't mean in Brazil. Who's going to the cabin in this? Well, you go there just to make sure like the the septic tank isn't frozen. <laughs> ice fishing. Yeah, go ice fishing. Exactly. <laughs> well, to everyone ice fishing, I just want to say I hope you, you catch some some real good. So predictable. Um, yeah, that's it for us. 
Dembe. That's a bust. Please don't trade for him, Oilers. I or do it for the memes. <laughs> Sam Bennett's a bust. Gaetan Haas is an elite center. Yes, he pulled the arm. He's a stud. And he loves his pizza. <laughs> I just, I love him so much. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye.